uh hello it's a classroom crush and i'm rebecca <laughs> what the fuck energy is that about um i gotta tell you it's late night and i'm recording this intro because i forgot to because i was just simply so overwhelmed um by how good this episode is i was like they don't need to hear me even talk about anything let's just get into it um this was such a delight. Mookie is such a delight. I'm so glad um, he was on the show. You're going to love it. The guy's got fucking stories. Let me tell you, he's got stories to tell. And they're funny and relatable. And um, and 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 I think you're going to love it. So let's just fucking call the guy up. It's Classroom Crush Corona Edition. Ring, ring, bitch. Let, <laughs> let's call him. Hello. Hi. How's it going? Hey, how's it going? Oh my god, it's I'm going okay. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm literally for, uh, screaming. Great. I'm gonna introduce you in a very professional way. Are you ready? Okay. Oh ready. my god, folks, <laughs> this is Classroom Crush. And today I have I'm so excited. You know him, you love him. He's actor, funny, writer. You see his TikToks and you're laughing and you, you and they make you think and they actually make you think and a lot of times they're emotional I'll say it um, I'm so excited to be joined on the phone by Michael Blyclock aka Lil Mookie B do you like that do you like hey. to be Lil Mookie B aka uh whatever you want people so my friends call me Mookie that's why uh yeah it, it's Lil Mookie B but it's truly whatever you want should um, I tell you something vulnerable Sure. I'm like, I know of you as Mookie just via okay. like comedy stuff. I don't even know when or why uh, I became aware, but I do feel like I've been aware and, and laughing at your stuff for just kind of truly years, truly years of uh, my life. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Isn't that psycho um, how you could just like be a person that a random person like me also is aware of? It's nuts, but that's the times we live in. It's we true. have mutual friends too, don't we? We do have mutual friends. We have a mutual friend okay. in the lovely Dave Horowitz. Um, love him. Who apparently I'm going to be on his podcast soon. Spoiler alert. We love that. Um, how's your quarantine going? What's going on? What's I mean, that's like the worst question because how is anyone? But, you know, like what's happening? That's okay. I mean, look, you know, it's, thank you for asking, first of all. Um, of course. You know, it's fine. It's uh you know, it's stressful. I live by myself or I live with my, my, my little, my dog, my, mm -hmm. my, my 13 pound chihuahua. But, um, what's its name? I, uh, his name's Roy. Roy. Um, he's great. He's my best friend. And thank God that he's here or else I think I would really, truly uh, go insane. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's fine. It's like, uh, it's, uh, it sucks not being able to like hang out with people, but like, you know, I'm, uh, I'm trying to do a lot of, uh, I don't know. Content. Probably gonna make you <laughs> roll your eyes. <laughs> well, content. Yeah. I'm trying to do a lot of, uh, you know, gratitude and just know that like I, I'm okay and Roy's okay and my family and my friends are okay. And so like, there's nothing wrong with, I was just thinking about how there was nothing, there's nothing wrong with my quarantine. Like I'm fine. Yeah. I'm healthy. I have food. I have a TV. I have the internet. I have my sure. dog. I have, I have, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not out of money. I'm, you know, everything is, everything's fine. It's just, you know, like, it's just tough, like knowing that you can't, uh, 
speed do anything like or that's the things you want to do yeah totally. exactly i like went outside the other night it's like beautiful in los angeles now it's like getting warm mm-hmm. and i went outside and i was like oh it smelled it was like really nice i have a little back patio and i went out there and i was like oh it smells like summertime and then i immediately was like there's no summertime you're not going to swim in a yeah. pool this summer you're not going <sighs> to go to a barbecue so that, that's no <laughs> like fighting against literally, that sometimes but what was I watching? Oh, <laughs> I was watching Friends with Benefits, the classic yeah, yeah, Justin yeah. Timberlake Mila Kunis uh, joint. Uh, for some reason, I was watching that. And uh, first of all, it's really torture to watch any movie set in New York because I'm like, oh, look, remember New York, you know? Right. And then they also went to L.A. because it's a classic New York, L.A. Uh, romance film. Right. And I was literally salivating thinking about just being in a pool. I want to go yeah. in a pool so goddamn badly. Ugh, yep, yep, man. yep. Well, it's going to be great when we, uh, the first time we do go in a pool, whenever that is going to be. Yeah, it's um, going to be disgusting. Who knows? Everyone's going to be fucking going crazy. How's your quarantine? Oh, in New know, York, it's fine. I just, I recently got a like little, uh, like temp job situation, which I should be, I, and I am very, okay. very, very, very grateful for because obviously I need money. Yeah, that's we good. all need money, but it's like I can't complain, but also I can complain. I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, also yeah. I just don't feel. You know, I'm doing it, but I. Uh, would rather be doing the job that I had before, which I loved very much and I'm dying to do, but we're making it work, you know, wait, good. Hey, Hey, I have to ask you a personal question. Okay, (laughs) good. What's your relationship status? What's going on in the quarantine uh, area (laughs) in love? Are you in love? Uh, My, uh, I'm not currently in love with anybody, but Roy, but, um, I, um, uh, yeah, no, you know, I'm like, I'm a single person. I've been a single person for the last like year and a half or so. And quarantine is like, uh, you know, very single. I've had a couple of, um, FaceTime dates, which are interesting. Ooh, Um, tell me more. I mean, tell me as much as you want to tell me, but if that's a lot, then I love it. (laughs) It's like a very weird, um, uh, it's a, it's such a weird, it's, it's like, it's definitely a welcome, um, you know, there's like, there's such a limited amount of things that I can do here in like my one bedroom apartment. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's like, uh, do a puzzle, watch a movie, watch a TV show, cook something, um, like play Nintendo, you know, there's only, (laughs) there's only so many things. And, and then, you know, like zoom with my, you know, FaceTime with my friends, which is like a big, great thing that like, you know, uh, we're trying to do regular. So it's like, you know, having connection outside of, of my apartment is like really nice and like zooming and FaceTiming with friends and stuff. But like, I will say going on dates, the good part, the FaceTime dates is the good part of it is that like, it's just like a different thing. It's like a, mm-hmm. it's like a different vibe. Like you get to, you know, it's still connecting with somebody, but it's like somebody you don't necessarily know as well. And it's like, yeah. You know, there you are. are there, these like I guess people from get, apps, or is this like uh, it's one person? It's one person from an app. Okay, a couple people from app. Well, not a couple people, like one okay. person, and then one person that <laughs> <laughs> I am women in it. Um, <laughs> and then one one person that like a friend asked mm. a friend to like set them up on a date and uh, like a blind FaceTime date, and so it was that, um, which nice. was fun and nice. 
Yeah, but it's cool to like have a like a just feel a different kind of like energy, like a fun flirty energy as opposed to just like, you know, with your friends it's not I mean, yeah. I love talking to my friends and it's great connecting you're with them. But like, it's just a different... your friends on, no. <laughs> of course not. You're not trying no. to fuck these people either because you can't. And if you do, you'll be canceled because you need to not do that because you need to be quarantined. <laughs> but right. That's the, what's the that's flirting the weird... like with that? Like, I mean, I, I haven't done it. So I'm wondering, you know, how people are experiencing that. I mean, as far as that goes, it's like, it, to me, it feels like the same as being on like an actual face to face date. It's mm-hmm. like, you're just talking to a person um, and, you know, trying to, and, you know, listening to them and like keeping a conversation going and trying to be charming and all that stuff. And, you know, uh, it's that to me doesn't feel different. The the weird part about it is that like, um, and I don't know if this is like, this picks out all the superficiality of it, but it's, it's interesting to go like, well, normally in a face-to-face date at the end of a date, if it goes well, Mm -hmm. usually there's some sort of like, um, you know, like, like a body gonna, language or, or no. Okay. Yeah. We're going to like, yes, exactly. Like we're going to, there's some extra, there's some like next level step where it's like, we're mm-hmm. going to kiss each other or yeah. we're going to do something that kind of without saying words is like, this I like well. you. I'm attracted to you. Let's this went well, let's do it again. or something Absolutely. like that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas yeah. at the end of these dates, it's like, you know well <laughs> it's like not that they're not fun and not that we aren't like this was fun let's do it again but it's like this weird sort of like it's hard to even go like like this you is know over, like or would you be what yeah, yeah. Or, or just like would you be uh, it, it's hard to go like are you physically attracted to me like are you yeah yeah, yeah. like is there some kind of signal that says like we that this is no, to- more I than know just exactly like two people saying. that hung out and talked. You know what I mean? It's it's just hard. I mean, it's fine. No, I it's mean that like would be my fear the world. if I were to do it because I'm like I don't know, I don't know how good I am at like a general flirt in like verbally sort of like (laughs) you know like like letting someone know i'm like okay i have one thing and it's a fucking forearm touch like you know like it's one thing that my friend told me years ago is you just like touch an arm you know like the fucking whatever stupid rule that we've put in place but or i i remember once someone called me out i was classically at the io theater bar Mm -hmm. and um and my friend who is canceled now and he uh, ran into me and this other guy, you know, I just, I can't say, it feels like a lie to not say my friend and then just leave it at that because he is canceled and he is no longer my friend. But my ex, my my ex friend uh, came upon me and another guy sitting at the bar talking and he like knew the guy and you know, we were just like, Oh, hi, whatever. We said hi for a second. And then he texted me later or we were, we were texting later and he was like, Oh yeah, I could tell like there was a vibe. And I'm like, why? And he's like, oh, because your foot was like on his stool and like his foot was on your stool. And I'm like, oh, okay. Ah, so like this, those are like yeah. those little things that, yeah, I probably subconsciously just like put my foot on the other person's stool. And that's how I right. think I'm communicating that I want to, you know, propose marriage right. to you. But yeah, right. I can't put my foot on your stool over a FaceTime, a Zoom situation. Right. But I do wonder, yeah, it's like, will this force people to be more direct in their flirting since you can't touch a hand or something? Does that feel I mean, like probably. a possibility? Sure. Yeah. And, you know, it's going to be like really, uh, 
there, there's going to be a, I think there's probably going to be much more of a focus on like a person's personality as opposed mm-hmm. to their, you know what I mean? Like I've, and I don't think there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with this, but like, you know, there are like, there are plenty of dates that are just like, I want to kiss am, this person. And that's mostly yeah, or like, you yeah. know, you get to know a person and you're like, I don't know that I would date this person, but like, whatever, like if there's physical attraction, like there's, I guess some fun to be had or whatever. Yeah. That, Controversial you know, opinion. That, Sometimes you only want to have sex with them, someone and that's okay. Sure. Sure. <laughs> of course. Of yeah. course. Agreed. So are you enjoying um, the Thank you for saying that the, and letting yeah. me do my sheepish little like, You're like oh, oh. there could be some fun to be had. You're like, I've simply never had sex with someone solely on the basis of looks and attraction. Right. <laughs> it's like you've always had a deep, deep connection with every person that you've ever gone on a date with. And it's yes, and that's I have to be amazing. in love with you if I'm gonna yeah. That's yes, beautiful. I won't have sex with anyone I'm not in love with. <laughs> that is so powerful, <laughs> honestly. I'm I'm like that's that's honestly that's religious to me. That's beautiful. That's spiritual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's my religion. <laughs> are you enjoying like the flirting in quarantine? Is this like a thing? Is it like a thing to do with your time? Is it a like is it a forward part of your day or like how do, where does where does flirting lie in like your quarantine priority list or most enjoyable thing to do during quarantine huh i think it's low on my list of like priorities i'm like i'm happy that like you know it's been happening a little bit mm-hmm. um it's not like i don't mind going through a day without any flirting but like you know it's uh oh but I it's don't a know. fun it's thing really, of course it's a great distraction not to like say that i'm using anybody as a distraction but like it's a good just sort of like sure. thing to get my mind off of whatever like awful thing my mind is on Mm -hmm. but um it's good i mean it's i i like it it's fun it's just like i said before it's like it's a different energy i mean sometimes it's like uh, it can everything in this quarantine is like any nice thing like i get like it's sometimes very hard to like not get like you're you're like riding the nice little wave of 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 something nice and then you hit the brick wall of like oh but i'm i'm not going to be able to meet this person for maybe yeah. a year or i'm or you know this is just going to fade away and it's nothing or you know like i guess to be explicit like you were before it's like i don't know like when i'm going to like kiss or have sex with a person like yeah anytime in the future and it, it's just a, it's just sometimes that can be a little tough but it's also like it's not a reason to like crawl in a hole and just be like, nobody talks to me in any way until mm-hmm. this is over. So it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to be like, find, you know, find your happiness and your, uh, and your like th- things that you enjoy in this. And like, it doesn't matter if it's not exactly what you want it to be or whatever. It's just like flirting with people is fun. Like FaceTiming with somebody who I think is cool and attractive is fun. And like, okay, that's the fun that I get to have right now. And it will be a different kind of fun at some point in the future at which time I don't know. That's very mature. That's what I'm kind of trying to do more is just like, if I'm going to flirt, just enjoy it for exactly what it is in this context, but it's such a weird new context. And I also like, I'm very bad at getting out of the the mode of just like make you my boyfriend, you know, like right. I, I'm right. like I'm like how do I come out of the quarantine with with a boyfriend and and I don't because because I, right. I well it's it's not even necessarily like how do I come out of the quarantine with a boyfriend, but it's just like the thought that I come out of the quarantine and want a boyfriend and don't 
get one immediately. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> like, sure. Um, sure. Cause then it's like too much time, too much time has passed, but right. But yep. yeah, I yep. mean, whatever it's, we'll all work it out. You like flirting though. Flirting's fun. Flirting's fun to you. It's not um, oh, it's a chore. The most fun. Have you oh, always I been this it. way? Have you always been? Uh, no, 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 definitely not. No. La la. Okay. Have you always been a crush inclined um, person? How, how do you, uh, where's, what do you like romantically? Um, I mean, we're going to discover your romantic journey, of course. Sure, sure. Uh, um, yeah. I, you mean crush inclined as in like, do I get crushes on people? Mm-hmm. Like, do, do you now, I, did you then, what was the intensity? I did, yeah, I definitely did then. Mm-hmm. I would like get very, yeah, I think I could probably like get infatuated with one person. Um, I guess you'll hear more about it when we get into the history, but like I, I used to be like very, very bad at this and not that I'm like, some expert now, but like, yeah, I, it sounds uh, like you're some expert <laughs> now. Sounds like you're a flirting machine. It's okay. Well, well, <laughs> it, well, there was like, it, there was basically like a large part of my life, like up until probably like, not honestly, not that long ago that like, I, you know, like confidence and self-esteem was like a thing that I did not have a lot of. Mm-hmm. Um, so flirting was sort of like, I, I would, I would get crushes on people or be attracted to people, but it was, it would like, I would be way too scared to like initiate conversation or like flirt too much or like, you know, yeah. it had to be the perfect circumstances. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, you know, and, and to, to like, to just protect I, yourself I from rejection to, or. Yes. I mean, mostly, or, or just like a sort of weird, uh, high standard of perfection where it's like, this person is somebody that I could, you know, potentially like, you know, date or have fun with, or even just go on a date with, or even just flirt with. But it's like, if it's not like, then I start to weigh everything that could go wrong or everything that's not exactly perfect about the scenario. And Mm. then most of the time I would go, well, forget it, then I won't do it. And it's like a lot of that. And then I feel like as, um, as an adult, um, and I mean like mm. an adult adult, like I don't even mean like in my twenties cause I don't think I was really actually an adult in my twenties, but like as a, uh, I mean, I'm only speaking for myself, but, sure. <laughs> um, it, uh, like, you know, in the last, like, I don't know. I, I even want to say just like the last like few years or something sure. where like, yeah, you know, after having some like done some like a good nice long work like on myself and my and some of my issues and stuff like that have just been like oh like it's okay to be like I'm enjoying it a lot more now and just being like I have a lot more confidence and I have a lot more uh, self-esteem and I think it's because I've like let go of like or I've you know been able to be like it's okay to get rejected or like it's okay to you know, not do, do this perfectly or like, it's okay to be confident in yourself, even though like there's parts of me that are, I think are imperfect or that I'm like, you know, like, yeah, if I'm not like as, if I'm not like as in shape as I like want to be, like, it's still okay to like flirt with somebody and ask them out. Or if I'm not as, you know, like, Mm -hmm. or if this, or if I think that this person is like, out of my league or wouldn't like me, it's still okay to like try and talk to them or whatever. And it's like, you know, the more you actually, the more you actually go, I'll, I'll, why don't I just try? Yeah. Then like there's still rejection, but also there's like way more successes and like, you know, like fun things you get to do with fun people. 
I think the yeah the idea of perfection is interesting of like the perfect scenario and the perfect thing to say and perfect yeah. everything and it's just like you wonder how many things have you psyched yourself out of that you maybe actually would have been perfect for oh like, yeah you know in a you oh, know oh boy wait till we start talking about this okay stuff no I yeah well, I'm excited I'm excited <laughs> okay so you want to start we're gonna go to like middle school yeah for your oh did I explain what this pod this podcast <laughs> hello is welcome to classroom crushes a podcast about childhood crushes and how they inform the way you view love and relationships as an adult beautiful done and done okay so your childhood crushes. You want to start in like middle school? Is this where we're going? Is this our first formative crush we're going to get into? Sure. I mean, I guess it's like the, the first most like vivid one I can think of. I mean, like yeah. I, when you emailed me, you said like, you know, who is like a crush or crushes that I had? And like, these were the two that were really like the ones Top that lasted mind. a very long time and were like very like deep and intense uh, for me, like as a, um, as a like very, um, scared child <laughs> yeah so what were you like um when you were younger maybe around middle school or elementary school are you like shy kid are you class clown what's um what's little young michael like Mookie. well i mean i thought i was class clown but it was like i was I, i'm like from like a really small town in massachusetts mm-hmm. um so like my the, the there was only like 150 kids in my class like my graduating class yeah yeah um so it's like everybody knows everybody. And I, you know, it was, I, I, I want to say this without like being insulting to the people I grew up with, but like, <laughs> okay. I think I, <laughs> I, I was, uh, I was always like performing for everybody. And I'm like, I'm like being funny, but I think sometimes like me being funny with me being like a little too, a little too, not, not too smart for my own good, but like, like just above like, it? you know, a little a little a little farther along than everybody else or whatever basically it was just i feel like this is probably every high school experience but it was like i thought i was funny and clever mm. and everybody else people and people who were were you know considered funny then were like the kid in class who was like who like stood on his desk and was like fuck you <laughs> yeah. um, your elevated comedy actually is your, yeah. your perspective is different and uh you know actually yeah. a little bit more evolved <laughs> yes yes and yeah. i was the one being like have you heard this old joke that my dad told me or whatever and people would be like um <laughs> get away from me <laughs> oh, uh, no. it's fine it's fine uh i was but i was like i think i was like i was really outgoing and like like you know, I think like probably people were a lot of times were like, you're like a bit much, but also like people did think I was funny. I wouldn't say that I was like popular, but also I don't think people just liked me. It was mm-hmm. just like, I was like a, you're floating a little. Yeah. Or I was like, I'm not even saying this as like a brag or whatever, but it was like, I was like a smart, like kid with a good sense of humor that like, it just doesn't fit in like at a middle school. Okay. Sounds like a brag. Or, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But yeah, I, I, mean, I totally get, I, you, you were like sure. it's that, um, I was the same way of like, I'm just, just knowing secretly, like I'm a little different, <laughs> you know? Sure. Yes. It's just like, I, I remember like it being like in high school and like when everybody was like acting out in like the school assembly or whatever. And I would be, I felt like I was the only one who was like, why are you all acting like this? Ah. Why can't you just like shut up and like be nice and then we can get through this quicker like you guys are the ones that are making this thing that you hate worse did you whatever like, it was did like, you want to be an adult is, is that a thing like excited yeah, to probably. be an adult yeah yeah 
Okay, yeah, cool. Always. I think I always had like my fantasies of like, like when I was a little kid, I was like, I want to be a teenager. And when I was in mm. high school, I was like, I want to be like in my twenties. Like I have fantasies <laughs> of like, I'm in college or whatever. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was like that kind of kid and it was like, you know, my, whatever my humor or whatever was like, not necessarily like attracting anybody <laughs> all that much. I mean, like, I think my friends were like, you're funnier whatever but like it wasn't like i was like jealous of the like real attention including like romantic attention that like other kids who were just like they're mean and they act out yeah uh that was the the attention that they got and it always kind of bummed me out but i was always like way too scared to be a troublemaker or like get in trouble at all so yeah yeah no same I love I love yeah. a kid with a with a strong um, fear of authority. Because <laughs> I re- oh yeah I, yeah yeah I, I was so such a like um like I'd be like yeah I'm a fucking punk uh yeah I fucking listen to punk music and I'm actually <laughs> anti-establishment but like meanwhile like literally teachers love me <laughs> like really scared of authority never want to be wrong in the eyes of oh the law. yeah <laughs> but I remember could, like mm-hmm. I, oh sorry go ahead. no 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 tell me. Oh, I just remember like, like in like fourth or fifth grade, like starting to hang out with like a troublemaker kid and he like let me into his group (laughs) and I thought I was so cool. And we were like little, we were like little bad boys and we like walked (laughs) around and we would, and he, I remember he told me like when the teacher's yelling at you, like you have to just like cross your arms and like look the other way. Like that's how you, it was like this. <laughs> oh my God. He had this like being a bad boy down to a science. And then I remember like the first time I actually got in trouble for real. And I was like, I'm done with this. I hate this. This is terrible. Yeah. Please, so I hate, <laughs> I hate being feeling. in trouble. Yeah, no, it was bad. So I, that I was feel like, like a short lived. I'm understanding, you know, I get it. I get this, sure. I get this kid. I understand him. Um, so yeah, I was a good boy. You're a good boy. And you're starting in middle school. You're, oh my God. What is, what does he see? Uh, what is he, what's sorry, going he, on? No, it's fine. He hears someone outside. We're, we're going, we're going in the, we're going in the bedroom now and closing the door. No, it, I love it. I, the, the, the part of the reason that I'm doing this I mean, I should probably just do it over Zoom, but I like this better. I like just like talking on the phone. This and is like, great. And and then okay, never mind. I was gonna say something gr- like creepy. It's like okay, well I'll say it. Go ahead, um, say it. No, like I found that I love, especially when it's someone that I I'm not already like good friends with. I'm um I love just like to project and just like imagine someone in their house. Is that weird? That's that nice. creepy? No, I'm like, it's like a nice thing. I'm like, like I, I was recording with someone and they like their chair moved. I'm like, Oh, he just moved his chair. I love that. <laughs> I <know. laughs> what kind um, of chair do you think it is? You think it's wood or I think it's wood. It sounded like a scrunch, you know, against wood, like a little pushing back sort of, um, uh, wood against wood. Maybe. I don't know. That's great. I love that. That was an episode with that. Dan Perlman guys. Uh, tweet me when you ah. hear the tweet me when you hear the chairs. <laughs> That's the craziest thing I've I'm ever a, said. I'm in my small. I'm in my small um, one bedroom uh, bungalow in Glendale, California. Beautiful. I'm picturing it. Um, I'm picture when I hear bungalow, I think plants. I don't think there are plants there, but I'm gonna think. I'm just gonna. I don't we know. Have some plants. Do you have plants? Okay. We got plants. I don't know about plants. plants. I, I don't know. Like maybe quarantine will change me and I'll be like, and I'll like get plants. But I, I, right now I don't really get plants, you know, as like a thing. Like they're Neither nice when I. I see them, but I'm like, am I going to feel, I want to just have a child, you know, <laughs> I'd sure, rather just have course. a child instead of a plant or a pet, you know? 
or a human life to take care of. Of course. Of (laughs) course. I felt the same way until I got some plants and then like, you know, it became your child a little bit. Well, sort of, it's like, it feels very good. Like, cause I actually got like four big plants and I actually, they've been like, I've been keeping them alive for a while and it like feels pretty good. Oh my God. Okay. Maybe I'll give and them a And they're growing. Shot. Like they're bigger than they were when I got them. Do they so have names? No, I know people okay. do that, but I haven't done that yet. That's okay. That's your, that's your relationship <laughs> with your plan. I got enough to deal with. Yeah. And, this, and these times we got to, I can't come up with a perfect name capturing the essence yeah. of a plant. Um, I'll give you one, Frank. <laughs> that's, that's the only Frank. thing I got. This is just Frank. If one of them seems like a Frank, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that'll be the one in yeah. the bedroom that I was staring at when you said that. So that'll Perfect. be Frank. Perfect. I knew, th- see, that's a thing. And I knew that you were looking at a plant. I actually knew it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so you're in middle school. Are you, you're starting to like be jealous of and want romantic attention? Yes. Yeah. I think I always, yes. I mean, I think I, I always had this thought of like, I feel like I was, I feel like it's bullshit when like kids are like, ew, girls are gross. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like I remember thinking like women and girls were attractive, like from being like very, very young. Oh, I think I it's just that. like, yeah. I think it's just too scary. I think when you're a kid, it's like too, it's like too gross and scary to admit that. Mm-hmm. So you go, ew, girls are gross. But like, I fully remember like, I remember like having a crush on like my second grade, like teacher's assistant. Hell um, yeah. <laughs> who was like this, who was like this, like very, as I remember, I barely remember even what she looks like, but I remember she was like the teacher's assistant and she was like, probably like a, like 22 year old, like, mm-hmm. like pretty blonde lady who I remember thinking was like so beautiful. I had a VHS tape of, um, <laughs> Of, of like two it was like it was like it came with like a burger king meal and it was a vhs tape of like two episodes of the animated teenage mutant ninja turtles show <laughs> okay perfect and there's i wrote there was one part where uh april o'neill like kisses one of the turtles on the cheek and oh. i remember rewinding rewinding it and watching it like a thousand times <laughs> and you're like why is this feeling something to me i know yeah yeah I love the, that's, um, when was that? Do you know like how old you were around then? I mean, that was probably like very like, that was probably like second grade, give or take or something like that. Right around the same time as the teacher's assistant. But it was just like, that was like, that was like porn for my second grade me. I was just like, I can't believe what I'm seeing. Oh yeah. It's like, you know what? Well, you don't know what it is, but you know it when you see it, you know, you're like, hello. Yeah. 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 (laughs) There's so funny. Like I I love rewatching stuff. Um, and then just like remembering certain moments of just like a simple gesture of probably just like very innocent human contact that I would see between two attractive people and then be like instantly transported back. I'm like, okay, so I'm insanely horny now and I'm in second grade. Yeah. Love that. Obsessed. So middle school comes around. You're, you, you've always Mm been, been, you know, liking ladies and Mm -hmm. who's your first, uh, or, you know, your middle school, Big crush. Is she in your class? Is she a friend? Tell me about her. Yes. She's in my class. She was, I mean, she, she was a friend. Her name was Caitlin. I'll, I'll leave her last name out of it. Yeah, just that's, for her that's own. fine. <laughs> um, but it was this girl, Caitlin. And I just like, 
I don't know what it was for some reason. I just like got really, I mean, I, I thought she was pretty, mm-hmm. but you know, it, like I, I like developed like a huge, like, like couple of years long, like crush on her. Um, and was just very like, and you don't remember like, like she, specific things about her. Like, was it just uh, a sort of thing of like proximity and she was pretty or was it like, a personality yeah. trait. What, what what do you think like drew you to her specifically? I think it was like proximity and like me thinking that she was pretty and like, um, uh, like I feel like uh, this, this probably happened a lot of times in my life, even into adulthood, but like mm-hmm. she was probably somebody who I was friends with who like paid attention to me and like, ah. You know, like there, there, there's been many in my life of just like somebody who paid attention to me, and I like, I went like, I just, <laughs> you know, and I that's like, the oh, one. That, I just love the, uh, I just love that you're a, a like female person that is like paying attention to me and is nice to me. Not that everyone was going around being horribly mean to me or anything, sure. but just that it was something about her, and she also was like, you know, this is, she was like a there were like the quote unquote, like pretty girls who were like popular uh-huh. and like they, they were, they were, there was like a certain group of like the girls that were like, those girls are not for me. They're like, <laughs> this is like, this is like by middle school standards. And this is no, nothing against like the way anybody looks or no, their physical of appearance, of course. But it was just like, you know, when you're in middle school, there's just like, there's a weird hierarchy and there's like the quote unquote, like, hot girls who are like popular and they like are the ones who like, yeah, who like have boyfriends and are like probably already having sex in like middle school and stuff like that. And it was just like, those are not. And this, this girl, Caitlin was like, um, was like pretty and like in my mind at that time, a little more accessible than Mm -hmm. those other girls. Um, um, and was like nicer than them too. Um, was she, and, what kind uh, of attention was she giving you? Like, what's... I'm, I mean, like just, just purely <laughs> friendly attention. Yeah. Um, but, but not um, like so close, just like sort of passingly friendly or like, what's the dynamic between you two? I feel like we were just like, you know, like at school friends mm-hmm. and like she was in, uh, just like my friend group or she was like, I think it was like she was in my class because I think in I can't remember what it was, but it's like in middle school you my, my the way my middle school worked is like until you until we were in like sixth grade or something like elementary school and middle school was like you had a class of people like you were assigned a class and that's the class that entire class would like move mm. from classroom to classroom or you would all just have one teacher all day long so it's like you would have this one person in your class it wasn't like I had different classes with different, different people until like and, yeah, until yeah. like junior high yeah it was like so I feel like maybe it was like it was like maybe fifth grade or something where it was like we were in like the class class together and she so like you see her every day mm. and um yeah I don't know I just like I think she probably was like nice to me one time and I was like I'm in love with you yeah yeah <laughs> uh are you um, nervous around her? Are you, do you even like get to that point in your brain of being nervous? Like, are you, how are you approaching it? Is there any part of you that wants to do something about it? Or is it just like fear um, from the start? Oh, well, 
there's like every part of me that wants to do something <laughs> about it, but it's fully completely like lost away by fear or like, I'm sure I'm, I'm like, actually, these are great questions because they're making me remember a little more physically, but like, <laughs> basically it was like, you know, I was like funny guy and it was like, but I'll, I, it was also like, I will do anything for your attention and affection. So it's mm. like, you want me to like take my shirt off? Okay. You want me to like chug this? full two liter of ginger ale okay i'll do it like Classic whatever you want me to do hijinks yeah. and shenanigans <laughs> and it was like doing stuff like that and then whoever laughed i would like latch on to them and it was like i i remember i remember like being around her and uh, like already having known that i liked her and, or like was attracted to her and i would be like when she was around, it would be like, I would turn it up to a thousand. Yeah. Like I would just be like, Hey, I'm funny and I'm screaming and I'm the one talking. And I, you know what I mean? I was trying very hard. You're, you're, you're um, just taking the things that you're getting positive affirmation for and just doing it yes. times a million. And, and that's mostly yeah. just like being like goofy boy stuff. Yes. I mean, it was like the way that I, it was like the only way that I felt I got attention, but it was also like me, like, you know, throwing everything against the wall and seeing what stuck. So it was probably me like 90% of the time being like fucking obnoxious and being like <laughs> screaming and being like, look at me. And then 10% of the time people being like, Hey, that's pretty funny. And then <laughs> I'm sure I caught her in that 10%. I probably like made her laugh or like, I think that when I was doing that stuff, it would make her laugh or she would be like, she would be like, he's funny. And mm -hmm. so then I was like, okay, I'm, I'm in love with you. And, uh, but, but it was like the nervousness of like knowing that I liked her um, mm -hmm. would be like turned into like whenever she was around me, I was like really like cranking up the goofiness probably to the point where she and other people were like, dude, you need to calm down. <laughs> we're like over <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because you're not going to take any of that energy and really direct it at her specifically and like. Right. A friendship way of like, so you're never really like talking to her in a way that's just like normal friends. Just you're yeah. more just entertaining. Yeah. 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 And you know, I think we were like friendly, but like mm. there was just, you know, I, I just, uh, I don't know what it was. I just, I think I just, uh, I just liked her. Did that feel like enough <laughs> to like be able to make her laugh or like, are you, are you, no, no. So are you like, like plagued by the crush? Like, does it make you actively sad that it's not more than what it is? Yes, totally. And, um, like, you know, one of those, like, you know, like having a girlfriend or even just like kissing somebody or like, even just like, you know, doing that middle school thing of like, you're my girlfriend. And yeah. that means we like hold hands in the hallway and whatever, but you know, nothing more than that. Even, even like the thought of that was always, um, was like way too scary to me, obviously because of rejection. And I think I have a lot, I had a lot of, this has been like a big theme in my life too, of mm -hmm. just like it's self-esteem stuff where it was just like, even if it like, I, I don't deserve that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was going to ask. Okay. Yeah. You don't feel worthy of that kind of like companionship yeah. at that time. Like she wouldn't like me anyways, because like, I'm a, I'm a, this is going to sound brutal, but this is just where my middle school brain was at. But it's like, sure. she wouldn't like me anyways. Cause I'm like a like gross, fat, stupid, whatever, you know, just yeah, that, that yeah. regular kind of self-esteem, terrible self-esteem bullshit. That isn't, you know, that isn't true, but it's just the, the, uh, the, the way the that, that I played brain. in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Processes things. 
I think that's so what's like going wrong because you're yeah the thing that you're talking about like with perfection is is really interesting to me like what's going wrong in your head is it is it anything like active or is it just you know like oh like this would happen and this would happen or is it just like all about you just like I am not perfect or I wouldn't do this or that right or you know what I'm saying is that no I'm not really asking a good question yeah well I guess I guess I guess it was just sort of like I I don't know if this is answering that question but it's like I just was like I am I am like unattractive and like I'm fat and I'm not even like it would be like it would go back and forth in my head where I'd be like, I'm really funny. Look, I'm doing a mm-hmm. little routine and everybody's laughing. And then it's like, if it came to like this girl liking me, I would be like, well, but I'm not funny. Why would she like me? You know what I mean? It yeah. was just like yeah. anything that I, anything that I could like, I, I was really, I, I, I was really mean to myself for a long time. And so it was sort of like, you know, yeah. even if, even if this person it was like a even with like you know girls through my whole um my whole life and even like into high school and stuff where it would just even into adulthood and it would be like I have to be I have to be a thousand percent sure that this person likes me to make a move meaning Mm -hmm. like they would have to make a move first because I was like way 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 too scared of being Sure. Uh, rejected or, or whatever. I don't know if that answers the, that question. No. But. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, um, I love that. Di- that dynamic is so interesting to me because I've like dealt with that for, for a long time, probably yeah. still now where just like that thing of like, um, it's like, you have to be mean to yourself to protect, like you're protecting yourself yeah. from rejection. Yeah. You're like, you are like, there's an intention of like just guarding your heart and like wanting to protect yeah. yourself. But to, then, the only way to do that is to actually be terrible and mean to yourself. But then at the same time, you're also like, I, I mean, the thing that happens to me anytime I have a crush is basically like, you know, just being like, I'm actually, I'm the shit and I am actually really funny and cool and interesting. And it's like insane that I don't have a boyfriend, but then also being like, well, no, this person's not going to fucking date me. Who am I? A literal (laughs) piece of shit. Like that's such a insane psycho thing. I think that happens to, especially like, like people who are quote unquote funny, you know, it's like, okay, well I get this positive uh, like affirmation, but that's not enough. That's never enough. That's like, no one wants to date the laugh. They want to date like the cool, interesting, mysterious, whatever, you know, which is like, of course, course. literally not true. Like that's so dumb. (laughs) Also the amount of pain that you put yourself through with that, like beating yourself up and being nasty to yourself is so much more than the pain of like one rejection. It's crazy. Sure. Yeah. Um, though, though rejection's still bad. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like, yeah. Agreed, I'm like, definitely, agreed. definitely. I'm actually like really tough. I'm actually tough. And every time that someone rejects me, I'm actually, I'm like, I'm like who cares? I'm like, fine. I'm fine. Oh yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> yeah. It's actually, you're right. You're I'm right. fucking so strong. No. Um, <laughs> but so what, what makes that, um, you said that that crush goes on like a couple of years. How does that, um, resolve itself? Like what makes that yeah. feeling, um, die down if it does? Well, so, I mean, it, it, it takes kind of a bad turn. But no, like, okay, tell me. Well, it's okay. I mean, look, in retrospect, it's, it's nothing. And we were all, we no. were all such. What you need to understand we is that ha- everything in this podcast is serious and it's life or death. Okay. <laughs> tell it's, me. It definitely <laughs> was the time for sure. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't want that. We were all just doing our best bullshit. Yeah, um, fuck that. <laughs> um, so basically, like, I think it was like sixth or seventh grade. It was like a year or two. Uh, probably like, I, I, I really don't remember the timeline. I mm-hmm. remember specifically one thing happening in seventh grade, but like basically, um, I'm trying to think of what it was. I remember like being on a trip with like my, my like middle school, like it was like drama class or chorus cool. or something like cool. that. Some, some Extracurricular. <laughs> and, um, uh, uh, people on the bus being like, who do you like? Oh my God. Doing that I'm thing. so stressed. Okay. And then, and then me for the first time out loud being like, I like Caitlin and everybody'd be like, Ooh, Caitlin or whatever. And I remember like, <gasps> I remember actually like feeling extremely excited to like say it out loud to uh, somebody. Yeah. Yeah. The thrill. You know what I mean? Just being like, Oh my God. Like it was almost like I was telling her or something, but it wasn't her. It was somebody else. Oh, and yeah, then yeah. basically it was like, um, she wasn't there or she was. I don't, I don't think she was there or she might've been on a different, I feel like, ugh, I don't remember. She might've been there like on a different part of the bus. Okay. We were on the bus. She and didn't know immediately. Got it. No. And then like through like that, that process of like, I want to say maybe like a few weeks or a couple of months or something of like my friends that I told being like, Ooh, like Caitlin, you should. And like, you know, like maybe asking her to like slow dance a couple times at like the dances or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, still, I think at that point she like thought it was friends or whatever. And then at a certain point, it was like one of my friends going, I'm going to tell her that you like her. Oh my God. I'll kill this and person. I, but okay. I know. And well, I think it was like, I, I think this person was nice enough to be like, can I tell her? Or like, will you let me tell her? Okay. Or, and I remember being so terrified, but also being like, yeah, I want you, like, I want her to know. Yeah. There's like, always a part of you that does want them to know because it's like, well, like I hate myself, but also what if, yeah, if, 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 and I know it just, yes. What if by some chance she was like, I like him too. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like, I think I very timidly was like, okay, you can tell her that I like her. Mm-hmm. And then I think they told her and it was like, she didn't respond back. And then from then on for like weeks, it was like, she totally avoided me. And like, <sighs> was just like, Oh, okay. So she doesn't feel the same way. And I remember, and then it was like really awkward. I remember like we went, it was seventh grade. And we, this is why I remember seventh grade. We were like during this, like we went on our class trip to Washington DC uh-huh. And like, she and I were like, they, they, it was like three, you know, we took like the three chartered buses or whatever, like into Washington, DC. And she was on my bus and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And like, you know, I remember it being like really excruciatingly uncomfortable. And I remember there was like a dance in Washington, DC. And I like on the bus, like went up to her and was like, can I slow dance with you later at the dance tonight? And yeah. I remember her doing like a, and this happened so many times. No. <laughs> so, you know, I she did, she did like the, like, sort of like, ah, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> that kind of thing. And then yeah. I like went back to my seat going like, oh, okay. Good. Well, I mean, oh, yes. no. like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was really mad. Uh, and then I remember like a very specific, like one of my like male friends was like, 
you like her, man. I'm going to like um, no. ask her out on a date for you. No. And I was like, and I was like, and again, I was like, no. But then I was like, but yes. But what if she says yes? Even well, though it's now exciting. it's been like, yeah. Yes, of course. Even though it's been like a couple months now of her like <laughs> just clearly not being into it. Yeah. Um. And then I remember it was like my friend was like uh, was like Mookie wants to go out with you, and. She, and she was like, uh, I don't know what to say. And it was like, it was, it was, that was like in the morning. And then mm-hmm. like in the afternoon, like after lunch, we like went to my science class that she was in and my friend was in too. And he was like, and this was like, this was like, we're getting into class. Like the teacher hasn't even come in yet. We're like, you know, putting our shit down and getting our notebooks out and stuff. Mm-hmm. And in front of the entire class, my friend was like, are you are you gonna say yes or no to him or what? Oh like, no, like I'll the whole kill class. this person. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, I literally remember taking a pen and pretending to drop it so that I could like go under my desk <gasps> no. and like be under the desk. And then she went, she went, and then I remember she went, "Uh, no!" And she screamed. And she said, "No!" really loud. <laughs> And then I came up from my desk and was pretending like, what's everybody talking about? Like, <laughs> no, it was a, it was like, it was, it was like top 10, like most mortifying, like things yeah. that have ever happened to me in my life. And then after that, it was just like, it was really awkward between us for like probably another like year or two, <laughs> even though like, but the more we just like kind of like grew apart as like friends mm-hmm. and stuff that like actually in high school, we like became friends again and like kind of forgot all about it. And we're like friends in high school and stuff. Like I remember, I remember having like a very, this felt like a mature moment, but like being in high school and like my mom and dad were like out of town for the week. And like, I had some friends over and we like, you know, smoked weed and ordered pizza or whatever. And I remember that she was there and we were all just hanging out, like having a fun time and talking. And I remember like being high and being like, it's really nice that like it's not weird between us anymore and that we're friends now and we can be grown ups about Aww. this. It was it was like a nice little So yeah. we were we 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 like were we became like I mean we weren't like best friends in high school but it was like we you know we like It wasn't we're in the same circles and like to be when, around each other. Yeah. And would hang out with stuff. I remember though in middle school and through high school she was like in love with this other dude in our class for like years and years this dude uh who was like you know he like played basketball and was like best looking when we were seniors and stuff like was a very popular like yeah. good looking dude and I remember she was like in love with him for a long time and I remember in like early high school or probably like sophomores when maybe I still had a little bit of like mm-hmm. jealousy or something where I remember it was like they like hooked up at a party or something like that and oh, he was like Ugh. I hooked up with her and like god I didn't even like her but she was like begging me or something and I just oh remember my being like god I, I just remember being like god I would fucking kill for I would- like <laughs> it's so easy for you and it's yeah. so fucking it's so hard for me and I remember being really mad at him for being like but she's so awesome and pretty and why you don't even like that's not even you don't even care totally that's just a throwaway for you it was like a very Oh, yeah. thing that I remember made me mad and it was probably like already after the crush had faded too it probably like I got a little I got a but little still, like flashback of yeah, yeah. no that I, I every time I've, I've had a few and when I say a few I mean a million times where like my friend 
like hooked up with or dated or or my crush clearly had a crush on them and they were just like so indifferent about the person. And I'm like, I would literally die for Dylan. Don't tell me that like his breath smelled. I'm like, I would eat that shit up you know because i was like so you know yeah and because you because then you remember it's like you're like i don't deserve anything but you don't fucking deserve her either you know if you're gonna be right. this way you know but also i deserve but i do deserve this person yeah. and only that person <laughs> yeah. and they it sucks that they don't feel that it, it's a weird like um i mean it's just it's I all hypocritical like it's just, thinking yeah it's like part of being a kid too but it's just like you know you can't like it's hard not to do this when you're a kid, but it's like, you can't just put all your feelings into like one single person but and then else? just be, I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I understand. And that can still happen as an adult. And it's not like you can't like really like a person or be hurt if you know, they reject mm. you or if you're with them and it ends or whatever, but it's just like, it was that all or nothing of just like, it's that person. And I don't even, I, I wouldn't even consider another person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone else is fucking dead to me. Are you kidding me? I only yeah. see her. Yeah. I only see her. Spotlights on her. Exactly. That's so like, that's, uh, see, I wonder, and like, would it have been better if she just outright said no the first time that you like ever expressed interest or your friend quote unquote friend expressed interest for you. Like, would that have been better? Would that have saved some heartache or would it have been just as devastating? Cause the thing is, is like, then it's like floating in the atmosphere as like mate, not like an active possibility, but sort of like it hasn't been completely shut down. And then it becomes this big fucking public rejection, you know, which I, I, I mean, has got to be worse. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean that that thing in the classroom was like pretty awful. I mean, yeah. I, I it was that was probably that that was a time in my life where I think like anything bad that happened was like devastating to me. So I, I'm sure it probably would have been. I, I mean, if it had just sort of happened more quietly, yeah, uh, maybe in private, then it's just, uh, maybe it would have been less. But like, I uh, fully yeah, would have yeah, gone to the bathroom to cry. Absolutely would have gone to the bathroom. To oh, cry. <laughs> oh yeah. That it was like a, uh, that was like an excruciate. Like that was like a full, like rest of the day, just like excruciating. Like I took it home with me and like thought about it all night and stuff like that. And then like, of course was like nervous to just go to school the next day and just be like, I'm going to see her. And it's, we're not going to, it was yeah. like, it was pretty bad. I've now, now that I'm talking it out, like it probably, it probably was worse than it happened that way. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, like, but that's, yep, yep. I'm mad on your behalf because you didn't embarrass yourself. Your friend did, and he should die. <laughs> yeah, I'm he trying to remember how much of, yeah. I, I I mean, I, I'm sure I probably was like, I think my friends were probably nice enough to be like, can I ask her for you? And I think I was like, okay, do it. I, I can't remember if it was like, I gave them my consent or if they just went and did it. I'm sure it was yeah. like a, it was probably pretty gray in terms of just like, I think it was probably my friend being like, I'm doing it. And me your, just pr- not your friend could have sensed, no. even if you were like, I don't know, could have sensed that. Yeah. I probably shouldn't do this. He does not. He's not excited about me doing this. Um, yeah, no, so I'm, so he's no. my enemy now. It's fine. <laughs> but also that one little glimmer of like, but what if she is like, I'll go out with him. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a weird, like this is a bad self-esteem thing too but it's like you know i think i knew in my head that she was gonna say no but it Mm -hmm. was like that one little like 
that one point zero 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 one percent chance that maybe she said yes, but I was like, well, I have to find out. Yeah. Um, are you the but, kind of you know, person in the in a crush where are you like fantasizing about this person? Are you projecting, you know, your life onto them, or do you, does your brain even let yourself like get to that point of imagining what it could be? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Just like fantasies of like of what going like this is my girlfriend and yeah. like us going to hang out at our friend's house and like we're we're like snuggling next to each other. I mean, that's what the, that's what the, uh, yeah, that's what the, the fantasy was at that time. Hey, sounds pretty good to um, me. I'll take it. <laughs> you, know? you know? Yeah. That's, you know, I think it's so funny. Um, I feel like my crushing fantasy has just regressed to actually that, like I'm no longer like, Oh, I want to have sex with that person so bad. I'm just kind of like, I want to, and this happened like this year. I'm just like, I literally, want to sit on a bus with someone <laughs> like that's yeah. like the extent of my family <laughs> yeah. like ooh, we're so crazy i'm sitting on a bus with someone and maybe his hand is on my knee <laughs> you know like yeah. oh that's yeah. fucking psycho <laughs> yeah but that's a i think that's the best little fantasy because because that's just like you're it's not tainted by um like gross horniness yet you know yeah or it's starting well, it's to also like but yeah it's and more it's, just and nice. it, i think of course and, you know, I, I want to, like, it's just, like, I feel like I still feel this way. But just to, like, be able to be, like, my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. to yeah. just say that or have that or just go, like, yeah, I know that was my girlfriend. Or, like, I'm going to go meet my girlfriend later. Like, it was just, you know, there were already kids at that point who had, like, who had, who had girlfriends and boyfriends. And yeah. it was just, like. I was just so insanely jealous that I couldn't just be like, Oh yeah, my girlfriend, I'm going over to my girlfriend's house later. Uh, yeah. If you guys want to come or what, you know, just that sort totally. of like, I just wanted to have a thing that I didn't have. Yeah, no, I completely get that. And I'm, I'm so gross to this day where I'm like, okay, everyone's calling each other partner. I'm like, that's great. That's great. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I also want a boyfriend. <laughs> I want to yeah, say yeah, my yeah. boyfriend. That's what I'm allowed. <laughs> yeah. It is my yeah. right <laughs> to say my boyfriend. Yes, it is. It's so stupid. It's such a stupid little fucking word, but sounds nice. Anyways. Okay. It's nice. It is nice, right? I'm not it's crazy. Okay. I think it's okay. No, 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 not at all. So the, the, the crush so. does fade. Are, are you like, where, where are you feeling? Where are you feeling? How are you feeling post this big rejection? Like, how are you feeling in relation to having a crush? Do you never want to have a crush again? Do you like, where are you feeling in the midst of that rejection? How are you feeling going into high school? Um, maybe. I don't know. Maybe like not ever having a crush again, but definitely like, a, like, I, I, I'm not going to act on it again. Okay. Yeah. So you know the, what I mean? The, like, the fear has been reinforced. Yes. My crushes will just be my own secret little thing that, uh, like, festers inside of me. And I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm not It's gonna, not for <laughs> others. It's just for me. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to, like, tell somebody I like them again because that was, like, brutal. Yeah. So is that true in high school? Who, your, your big high school crush? What do, uh, yeah. let's, let's talk about her. Who's she? Okay. So this was, uh, this was Allison and like the Elvis Costello was, song. Okay, guys. Yeah. What a song. Um, Anyways, go on. So she, 
was somebody who like I was friends with and she was dating my my friend, my other friends. And okay. they dated like on and off for like a like a while. For probably like a couple like two, three years, like mm-hmm. on and off, like through like freshman to like junior year of high school, they were like dating each other. Um okay. and you know, it was one of those like Did you have a crush on her before they dated or in the midst of? Well, so there's this like weird story that I'm remembering, uh, mm-hmm. and this is like I feel like you're gonna think that I'm insane. But no. she, he, like he, he, it was like one of those where like she was cute, and I always thought she was cute, and I sort of liked her, but I never, it was never like an intense. But like you know, he was like the boyfriend that like kind of treated her shitty, and uh, you know what I mean, like yeah. you know wasn't nice to her, but like embarrassed her in front of like people, and it was that. like it kind of sucked and I, you know, it was always me being like, well, I would treat her better. I would <laughs> yeah. Treat her better. Yeah. Um, and then there was this one, I'm like thinking of the story and actually like thinking of how insane it was. Maybe it's insane. What, it, it's probably going to be disappointing, but there was like a new year's Eve when we were hanging out at our friend's house. We had these friends that like lived down the street from our high school. They were twin brothers and they like had this, Really okay, cool, are already old, like, crazy, already crazy to be twin brothers. This, I know. this story is insane. And, <laughs> and they had this like they had this like one hundred year old house that was like three stories, and we would always go there. And their parents were really cool, and so we would always like go. And we were spending New Year's Eve there. We were having like a New Year's Eve, and there were like guys and girls there. We were like sophomores oh, in high school. Crazy. And this is when like this girl Allison is still dating my friend. Mm-hmm. And, but it was like in this way where like dating is not like, it's so abstract a term, but it was like, I mean, they were like, it's just like, you know, they're kissing at least. Yes. And I know they're like doing other stuff too. Like this is, we're old enough now where it's actually like they're dating. They're not just like holding hands in the hallway. Like it's more than that now. They're fucking, they're um, sucking. (laughs) They might be, they might be. (laughs) Uh, uh, I didn't ask, (laughs) but, um, it was like we were hanging out at these guys' house on New Year's Eve, and like they were there, this girl Allison and my her boyfriend, who was my friend. Um, and it was like he was being shitty to her, or it was like he was like flirting with somebody else. Okay, I hate it, or something like that. And yeah. then she was like, "Well, I can flirt with somebody else. Look, <gasps> I'm going to flirt with Mookie." And I was like, <laughs> "You know, like no." And I. Re- and I remember, like, and, you know, fully it was, like, her, like, you know, trying to make him jealous or mad or whatever. Um, but it was, like, we we were, like, hanging out all night and we were, like, snuggling on the bed. And oh then, like, we, like, we, like, pissed each other, like, a few <laughs> times. It was this weird, like, literally, like, while he was watching. It was, like, a, oh it was such God. a strange... Yeah, it was such a fucking weird thing, and I remember even at the time, and I remember also being like, "Are you conscious I of was, your being like the fact that you're being used?" Do you think I mean, like a little bit, but I mostly was just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe this is happening." Yeah, and, and I also remember being like so bad at like kissing that it was like we were like mashing our teeth and our lips <laughs> together, and it wasn't even like like the actual good way of making out. But it, uh, like, so then it, I, I remember it not even registering to me as like that we had made out or something like that. It was just like, that wasn't even a real kiss. So it's like, yeah. I would, I would even say that we haven't kissed each other or like, I knew that it like didn't have any meaning for her. Cause she was trying to make her boyfriend 
yeah. like get back at him or something. Yeah. But it was like this thing where like, I remember being like, well, that was pretty cool. And I remember thinking <laughs> about it for a while. And then I remember after that, like us being our friendship, like really changing after that and it being like more flirty and stuff like that, like oh. in the future and like, she would be the person who basically like whenever he would be shitty to her and they would break up, like she would, oh, you became fake boyfriend. Like, I became not fake boyfriend, but like I became like, you know, shoulder to cry on guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because I was, I'm nice and I will listen to you. And I was, I think it was genuine, but also like I was fully just like in love with her. Yeah. No, that's um, I call that fake boyfriend though. Still when someone, you, okay, when you're, yeah. when you're, when you're practicing like emotion, when you're giving emotional support, when the, you know, when the other person isn't being nice to you, then you're being fake boyfriend. That's, that's just, yeah. I, I mean, like, or like, you know, not like actively, like there's flirting, but like when, when someone is making you important to them, you know, and yeah. then your brain can process it as like, I'm important to you. That's sure, yeah, the that, worst. I, I say that was right. But, but the thing is, is that like, I, because of my sort of like fear of rejection or like, you know, fear of, of, liking somebody too much or whatever that like mm -hmm. this is one of those where in retrospect like I think it totally could have happened huh. and yeah. I was just way too scared to make a move and she like it like the amount of times that we were like sitting in my car alone and like oh talking for like <gasps> you know it would be like we would go and hang out and then I would like give her ride home and we would like sit in my car in her driveway for like two hours and talk. And no. then like at the end of the night, she would like give me a kiss on the cheek or, you know, uh, yeah. or like we would be sitting, standing outside my car. And it's like, you know, it's like winter in Massachusetts and we're outside. And she's like, Romantic. you know, you really are like a really, she would be like, you know, you really are like a really great guy and stuff like that. And it's one, it's like, there was probably a thousand times where I could have like leaned in and tried to kiss her. And I bet you she would kiss me back. But I was so, Ugh. so, so terrified. And I remember like we would, we would sign each other's yearbooks like and stuff. And we would write these like page long, like you're one of the greatest people I've ever met. And you're so wonderful and you're beautiful inside and out and all this crazy shit. I and I die. just yeah. never, yes. And I never once was like, but I was, does this mean no, something? <laughs> No, it, it was so, and then it, it, I just, it, it's one of those, I'm not going to spend too much time in like regret of like what I did as like a dumb teenager, but like that's You're one allowed, of those things okay. that I was like, oh man, I, I wish that I, I, I like, I, I, as an adult now, like, you know, understanding how this stuff works now, it's just like, oh, I, I absolutely could have probably at least tried, tried, but I, you know, I just, I never did it. <laughs> Oh, that's see, cause, yeah. cause this is, cause I'm, I am automatically think of just like so many movies, TV shows, fan, yeah. fan fiction where the, like, like my favorite, like, okay. Cause yes, I've been known to absolutely read just some fan fiction. Absolutely. Um, and sure, like sure. my favorite, one of my favorite little tropes is like pretending like, Oh, or like, like I'm going to use you for a second, you know, to get back right. at this person. And, but then, yep. but then it's all jokes and, and it's pretending, but then wait a minute, we actually do fall in love. Like that's my favorite. I love yep. that trope. And it could have been. And what if it was? And I don't oh. know. Like, that's. Some of those things fully felt like they were like out of a movie where it was like. 
Yeah, like, I've never heard someone actually do that. So it's like truly thrilling oh, for me to hear this. <laughs> truly. Or like, you know, where it's like we're talking in the driveway and then it's like, all right, well, I mean, fully, truly this happened where it would be like, all right, well, um, I'm going to go inside now. And then both of us like kind of sitting there for a second, like not like her uh, not leaving when she said I'm going to leave. Yeah. And then I would be like, um, okay, goodbye. <laughs> like, okay, get but, back in my car. So in, in those moments, are you recognizing them for what they are and then just deciding not to pursue it? Or are you not even, is it not even translating? Do you I know what I mean? Think- like how much decision, how, 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 how many decisions are you actually making that are, that are preventing things from moving forward? Or are you just not even seeing them? I think I am seeing them and I'm just so terrified that I just can't bring myself to do anything. And I think also a lot of it is like, it's like, it's like willful, like not recognizing, you know what mm-hmm, I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm, you can I'm play like you're playing like, dumb for yourself. Yes, I'm, I'm like protecting myself from rejection by going like, by justifying like, well, no, she doesn't actually, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, I'm just being crazy. Uh. Yes, yes. But then like, you know, deep, deep, deep down inside, I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Like, this is, yeah. it's right there in front of you. But I think I was just like, it was, I was so, so, so like cripplingly scared of rejection that I would like convince myself that, I mean, that, again, big theme in my life, but just like convince Mm -hmm. myself that the good thing that's happening to me isn't happening or that the good thing that could potentially happen to me is not real or that I don't deserve it or whatever. But it's like, I think I, I think if I'm being totally honest, I I knew that there was like something there and I was just so scared. So I was like, I was willfully um, ignoring it or not pursuing it. And I also was like convincing myself that it wasn't what I thought it was. Yeah. See, it's so interesting because I'm like, I'm thinking like, okay, is there, is there a world in which there's something that does tell you like, yes, okay, this is a thing. Like, like what would make you actually overcome that? But then I'm also like, but she like literally was flirting with you. And like, I guess she was using like that at that point, the context is different, but like you literally kissed, you know, like even if it was a bad kiss. Oh yeah. You know, so yeah, like, I, I'm no. like, is that does there even exist um, a behavior, a move, or something that she does that finally lets you be like, okay, okay, I'll try. You know? It would have to be. It truly would have to be her kissing me. Yeah. Like I would have to be. It, that, that's what I mean by being like. Scary, I would have though. to be a thousand percent sure. Yeah. Like if you, like. I feel like I, I was like so insecure that I could even be in a scenario at that time. So mm-hmm. I could be in a scenario with somebody and they would be like, do you want to kiss me? And I'd probably be like, um, no, you don't want to kiss me. You know what I mean? Like I would, <laughs> yeah. they would like, they would, they would have to grab my head and like put their mouth on my mouth for me to be like, Oh, she likes me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she wants to kiss me because she's actively yeah. right now kissing me. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was just too, it was, it was just too scary for me. Where is the fear? Like the, uh, what part of the rejection is the most scary to you? Is it the, is the like, is it the, the, the possibility for embarrassment? Is it the sort of like, uh, confirm, uh, like reaffirming that maybe you're not lovable? Is it the like, you know, 
is there's that weird thing where for some reason it's disgusting to like someone when they don't like you, you know, like, like what part of the rejection is like most potently, um, like scary to you at that time or now? Uh, that makes I sense? mean, it's probably totally. Yeah. I think it's probably all of that stuff. I think the, immediately it's like the embarrassment of like being in a car with somebody. It's like immediately the embarrassment of like being in that class and having, Mm-hmm. that girl Caitlin go no I'm not gonna go on a date with you and like literally be like <gasps> like yeah <laughs> like I can't I'm so I'm so like thoroughly embarrassed and then like after that the long term of like you know it confirms all of my uh mm-hmm. you know like things that I think about myself that like I'm unlovable or I'm unattractive or whatever it is and then you know also being like oh that means too that like when I'm, if, if this person rejects me, then like, I'm going to have to, you know, we're still in school together. I'm yeah. still going to have to see them. We're still in the same friend group. Um, you know, like just that excruciating, like I could, I, I didn't have the, I think capability at that time to just be like, it's okay. You can be in the same room yeah. with somebody. It's just like, no, it's devastating. I would rather like crawl in the grave <laughs> than like, spend like have you reject me and then like see you the next day or something. Yeah, no, I mean, people on this podcast are probably like sick of hearing me say it, but I truly do. I'm so fascinated by what it is that is so innately disturbing and embarrassing about the idea of someone knowing that you like them. Like that's, it's just so crazy. Like, do I care that people know that I like fettuccine Alfredo? (laughs) Like, no, I wish wish that we could all take a pill (laughs) and then that just eliminates that feeling because it is so just like like mathematically like on paper it's just stupid it's just like look who fucking cares like truly who cares but like oh I yeah care. we all care but of course oh i remember being a freshman in college mm-hmm. and like uh there was this girl that i liked who actually i ended up like being my girlfriend for like a year and a half or something uh-huh. who was like my first like real girlfriend but i remember talking about her and one of my friends, like my new college friends. And now, so now I'm, now I have friends from like, not just my small little town, but like, I now have friends who like have had way different life experiences yeah, than me from all different places in the country. And I remember my friend being like, being like, yeah, uh, Mookie likes Lauren or whatever. And I remember going like, dude, stop. And he's like, what's the problem? And I was like, she's going to know. And he's like, what are you in fucking middle school? Who cares if she knows? Like it was just, <laughs> The first time, like a, a a like person who was a little more mature than me, yeah. um, like because at my high school, sometimes I would sort of like I feel like I'm one of the more mature people here, and then going out and finding there was somebody way more mature than me who was just like, "What <laughs> like, the oh, fuck shit. are you worried about?" And then I remember that being the first time being like, "Oh, I guess it's not terrible if I just tell this person." Yeah. Or if this person just knows a thing, like it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm, I was still terrified at the time too, but. Um, that was like, it just reminded me of that when you said that when for somebody was just like, who cares, dude, what are you, what are yeah. you doing? Well, it's, we're weird. not fucking children anymore. I have so many different like feelings about it, especially doing this podcast. Cause I have had, cause concept, like I want to think, you know, if you found out that someone liked you, would that be disgusting to you? You know, like probably not. No, not disgusting at all. I mean, I think it's like, it's tough sometimes when it's like you know, I, I'm sure this has happened to you too, but it's like, sometimes you find out someone is attracted to you who you're not necessarily attracted to back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think there's, I, I mean, I think in it. like a, 
Yeah, I think in adulthood sometimes too, it's like, I guess for me, it's like, I feel bad about the fact that you don't like maybe, them. Yeah. Or like maybe like that, that I would be, I would potentially be hurting this person's feelings or something, or like I would be rejecting them. I have like a big fear of like other people being hurt by what I do and say, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't want to be, I mean, that's like a, that's a, like not a bad trait, but like, what do you think that's from? Um, just cause you know I, what that feels like or. Yeah, I think part I know what it feels like. Part of it is like a, you know, like I don't want, I want, I want to be liked by everybody. Mm, You know what I mean? Like I don't want to be, I don't want to be, or I don't want to be, you know, like I don't want to be thought of as like superficial or, Mm. you know, whatever it is that like, I I think it's like a big self-centered thing where I think that everybody's thinking about me all the time. (laughs) And if somebody asks me out and I say no, that they go and tell everybody and now there's this rumor of like Mookie's this like superficial guy who doesn't it's just like you know it's, <laughs> it's all it's all like insane fantasy yeah but um you know I, I still just like I don't I, I'm uncomfortable when somebody is like hurt by me or upset by me or yeah, you know what yeah. I mean even though even if it's like the thing that I'm doing is just like whatever just doing what's best for me you're just not me, getting married like, to someone because they like you yeah 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 or, or even just like, you know, I, I think like one hard thing is like, you know, I still think that like, I, I think it's, there's like no way around it that like the truth is that like, you know, physical attraction still has like a big part in like everybody's personal, like who they're attracted to and stuff like that. And like, yeah, sometimes, I, totally. sometimes I hate that sometimes it's like, you know, I'm not like physically attracted to this person, but does that mean that they can't? And am I a bad person if I, and it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, everybody likes what they like. And, you know, I have to remember too, that like, there are people who find me physically attractive and there also are people who don't find me physically attractive. And it's just like, yeah, it's everybody's personal preference. But sometimes I like feel, I don't know, for whatever reason it is that I'm not attracted to that person. It's like, sometimes I'm just like, I think a lot of it is probably just being like, oh, I feel bad for them because I know what it's like to have somebody that I like not like me back in that same way or whatever. But yeah, well, in an ideal world, that part can be separate. In it, like in an ideal world, it's of not course. emotional, like, but it is. You know, like I, you're always going to want everyone to think you're hot. You know, even if you of know course. that that's not necessarily true or you know possible. But yeah, and also as an adult, like you know, physical and emotional attraction have like blended so much that it's just like, I mean, it's way, I was much more superficial when I was like in high school and college and just been like, I want girls to like, I, in my opinion are like conventionally, Mm -hmm. you know, pretty and attractive. And it's like, you know, that I think the conventional part of it like goes away and you're just like, I am attracted to, you know, people who I think are cool. And of course, like, somebody's physical attraction to me goes way up if like I am emotionally attracted to them too and it's yeah. all you know it's all well this leads me to uh this is a pretty good little segue right here so is there okay. has there been a is do you think there is any common thread between like uh f- from the, your like initial earlier days of like middle school crushing to now like it, do you find common traits with what you're interested in or are there things that have changed completely or like where does your your attraction journey how does that like track you know hmm. I mean I think it's a lot different than it was I think I'm like I, I think I'm a very different person than I was maybe even like 
five years ago or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like, uh, so what do you look uh, for feel- now that maybe you didn't look for before? Hmm. That's really hard. Cause yeah. I, I don't, I, I feel, I feel like I kind of made an active decision to like, stop looking for like anything specific and just mm-hmm. being like, yeah, kind of letting, kind of like letting go. I, I, I like <laughs> the, the, the last, like, year or so I feel like I really like I, I was in a, I was in a long-term relationship that ended about uh like a year and a half ago and um you know mm-hmm. so I've been like single for the first time in a while in the last year and a half and when that immediately ended I was like let's get on the apps and like let's go have fun let's you know what I mean like I, yeah let's see what we see and which is fun but also like got it a little exhausting to me and I feel like I made an active decision maybe about a year ago to be like, I am like going to get off of apps and I'm going to like live my life and like put my focus on me mm-hmm. and I'm going to see who comes into my circle. Yeah. Like who I'm just going to let, I, I, I hate to, I hate to say this sometimes and it makes me cringe, but like, I'm going to let the universe like, bring that person to me. Listen, you're talking to number one universe person. Okay, <laughs> Like great. I get good, that. Good, good. Yeah, totally. And, um, it's, I feel like it's been really cool because it's like the people that have come into my circle that I've had like romantic relationships with in that time mm-hmm. have been like, you know, very eclectic in terms of like, you know, personalities and interests and like where mm-hmm. I met them and what circles they run in and things like that. And it's like, uh, I, I, you know, I don't want to be like, I'm just attracted to people, it's, sure. you know, but it's, it's, uh, I feel like I really have tried to and enjoyed like just letting go of like having a checklist and being like, I would like them to check these boxes and just being like, Mm -hmm. let me just hang out with people. And like, if I'm having a fun time, like let's keep doing it. And if I'm, if if we're having a good time, let's keep doing it. If we're not, then let's not. Mm -hmm. Is there a thing that, um, like, sorry, but like, no, no, like they're, they're diff- different people, different types of people, different worlds, et cetera. But is there a thing that, and there could not be, I don't know, um, like a sort of core thing that you found that clicks where like, I don't know, there, I, I feel like um, for some people it's like, oh, this, I, like we are able to laugh together or, oh, this person like notices things about me or whatever. Is there like a certain, um, either a trait or, or like a dynamic that you've found with people that you that maybe for the first time is like emerging as sort of like a a romantic value for you do you know what I'm saying yeah for sure I mean I think like you know like being funny and laughing is one to me it's like it's like sense of humor more than like I don't necessarily need someone to like be funny but like Mm -hmm. I like it when somebody like recognizes like what is funny you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um but um I think I don't know I think the big thing is like sort of um I guess uh, like openness is like a big thing for me of just like uh, somebody that I can talk to like pretty much about anything mm-hmm. and like, like just somebody who doesn't like, I, I love like, I truly love like being on a first date with somebody and like getting into like the nitty gritty details of like our past relationships and yeah. stuff like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Just like be just being like, like it doesn't make us uncomfortable that we've like been with other people and like, you know, like there's, there's that I, I tend to find that like, there's not like people who are open like that don't tend to have like a lot of jealousy. Like jealousy is a big thing that I'm just super 
not into and like mm-hmm. I have like let go of a lot of, for a while now of just like I don't need to be jealous that like this person like had a life before they met you <laughs> had a life before they met me or yeah. like might be might even be attracted to another person other than me even right now or whatever but just like to like be open and honest and and, and just sort of be like here's all the here are my the Here's things the I'm insecure about. I can yeah. laugh at myself. I can whatever. You know what I mean? Like that's a big thing for me. Like I really love. Like I, I like when I, when you're on a date with somebody or a first date, and they're like, "Sorry, I don't know if that's too personal to talk about." And I'm like, "No, I, this is like what I prefer." Absolutely. Just like yeah, yeah. Let's, let's just like let's just like be open and like story. dirty and gross and totally. Yeah. And like not worry about like I feel like. I guess for me personally, it's like, I feel like I've always, I've done a lot of, uh, in the past, like, again, because of fear of rejection or whatever, but just sort of like, I will be whatever you want me to be. Like I'll, Mm -hmm. I'll be, I'll mold into whatever you want just so you like me. And, um, I like that. I, I, I've enjoyed much more lately just being like, I'm going to be myself. I'm going to like, tell you about the things that like I nerd out about or whatever. Um, or, or, you know, I'm going to tell you about, like, mistakes I've made or about how, like, you know, my last relationship, like, like, you know, like, I made some mistakes and I got better, and you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's just like, that it's, I don't, I don't, that we don't have to, like, be perfect around each other or whatever. Yeah, uh, well, what a relief. Like, right then off it's, the bat. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, no, here's all of this stuff. And it's not like yeah. I'm harboring this weird bad side that maybe one day you'll find out about and we'll ruin things or whatever, <laughs> right. you know, like that's totally. so like what a weight lifted if you can like find yeah. that. Totally. hundred percent. Yeah. Cause I, I feel like there's been times too, where it's like, I'm sort of being, you know, open or honest, or I'm like, I'm, you know, whatever, displaying my sense of humor and like the way that I think it's funny and I'm not trying to cater it to what I think you might like. And, you know, mm-hmm. like sort of having people being like, well, I don't know about that or whatever. And that's, I guess it's sort of an indicator to me that maybe that this is not somebody that I would have yeah, uh, as good a time as I want with or, wh- or whatever it is. No, totally. I feel like it's so, it's, it's so hard to, once you start like coming, like flirting from a place of trying to appease, you know, it's really sure. hard to get out of that. And I think I've, yep. I've looked at some, I, I mean, on this podcast, when I, because I used to tell my own like crush stories every episode too, but then I ran out because I had like 43 and I was like, okay, time to stop. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, but um, I realized like looking back and I still do this where, where I'll like fucking reflect on a fucking like DM that I sent a month ago. And I'm like, who is this oh, yeah. person? That's not like, yep. what am I trying to do? I'm trying to talk about yep. like, talk about horror movies. What the fuck? I don't, I'm scared. I don't like, I can't, I don't watch <laughs> horror movies. Uh-huh. And why am I, why am I like inherently apologetic about not watching horror movies? Cause a guy I think is hot right. watches horror movies. Like it's, I mean, but in the moment I don't, it's hard to recognize that you're doing it, you know? Cause sure, at least, at least to me, I feel like it's so, it's so much more about like, like I, I am a person that, um, it, I like I and and it's it's not it, it's a, it can be bad and gross but I also think it's like a nice part of my personality of like I like uh-huh. it, like the only way to say it 
well, there's probably other ways, but I'm not being eloquent. It's like, I love to serve. Like that sounds awful, but I am like, like, and, and, and submissive in a way, but it's more just like, I like to give and I like to like make another person feel nice and good and whatever. But sometimes I don't realize that I'm doing that at the expense of like my own self and personality. And it's like a weird balance, you know? Totally. I I don't think that's bad at all. I, 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 it, it, it is, it is a weird balance of like, uh, like, you know, I do, I, I, I do like, making another person feel good or like, you know, mm. even like in a relationship being like taking care of another person or, yeah. you know, helping them or doing nice things for them when they didn't even ask. But like, I can, I can go, I can go steep and deep with that stuff and like yeah. realize that like, I've only been doing everything for this other person and I haven't been doing anything for myself kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, and it's, and it's like, even, even like going on dates and stuff and like first dates, it's like, this is for you too. And like, you are allowed to have fun here and like do yeah. what you want to do. Or like, you're allowed to not like it if you don't like it or, you know, like you don't have to, um, you know, do something that this person wants to do and vice versa or whatever. Yeah. I, I have to remember that with other people too. Or like if, if, you know, the date doesn't go for them how they wanted it or, you know, mm-hmm. or they, it's you know, they don't want it to happen the way that I want it to happen. That it's like, that's okay. That just means that maybe like this doesn't work or this was one try that, you know, not everybody was happy with or whatever. I I don't even know. Well, it's weird to like, no, no, it's weird to place blame or like, you don't know where the blame goes because I remember (sighs) when I, when I was like, I mean, and I was not really going on so many consistent days. I'm like weird with, I don't know. I, I I think I don't love dates because I always end up doing the date in a way where it's Uh like this person like I'm being funny and I'm telling the funny stories and this person's having a fucking great time and man they think I'm funny like they're laughing whatever but I'm like Uh then after I'm like not fulfilled by it and I'm like this that kind of was boring and it's like oh yeah because I also wanted to have fun and I also wanted to laugh and you know it's easy to be like oh well that person could have made me laugh but mm-hmm. in the end, probably it's like, okay, well, you did that to yourself. <laughs> like that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. date that you put yourself on. Probably it's, I mean, yeah. there's probably blame that can go both ways, but in the end it's like, okay, what's the common sure. denominator between all of these dates? It's me doing the little fucking shtick to like yeah. ensure that this person, you know, is having fun and not bored by me, you know? Oh, totally. But yeah. then in the end you're like, fuck I- that. I that wasn't a connection. I didn't feel like I connected to someone, you know? Sure. Of course. And you know, sometimes it's like, I think I have to remember that like my, uh, my like, uh, imperfections and, uh, sort of, uh, you know, on a date or something like I could, I could definitely take every date, especially like first or second date I've ever been on and then like come home and like, you know, run back through it and Mm -hmm. think of everything I did wrong and whatever. But you know, it's, it's like, that's also just like, me being an imperfect person and <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and that other person doesn't necessarily have to understand that, but you know, it's just like, all right, well that's you. Like sometimes you talk a little too much or sometimes you yeah, like tell a long rambling story that didn't make any sense. And like, if that person is with you for a long time, which is, you know, possibly your goal with that date was just like, yeah, they're going to see you mm-hmm. like, tell some stories that are going on too long and you're going to interrupt them sometimes when they don't want you to. And you can be aware of that stuff and try and 
be respectful, but it's just like, I don't know. Sometimes I just like make mistakes and <laughs> do that. But you think you're more able to like, let them go now then you're that you're not, you do, you don't feel as like fixated on the perfect thing yeah. and the perfect everything. Yes. And most of the time when I look back at a date or something and go, God, I fucking sucked at that date. And I, <laughs> I talked too much and I interrupted her and I like, we yeah. went, I was, I, we like, I made us go to the place that I wanted to go to instead of the place where, it, and you know, I consciously try not to try to do that stuff as little as possible. But like most of the time it's like, again, me beating myself up because I'm in my own head and that other person being like, I didn't even, it didn't even occur. It, yeah. it didn't even register to me that this was happening. It was just like, not to be like, this is licensed for me to just be shitty and they won't notice. But it's, you know, it's just like, the thing I'm beating myself up over and the thing I'm my self-centered obsession of like, they left that date and all they've been doing about since we left is thinking about how terrible it was and telling their friends yeah. what a bad date I am yeah. and stuff like that. And it's just like, it's not, it just doesn't work that way. No, and, I totally get that though. Like I think, um, well, I think it also comes back to that thing that I think it sounds like we both share of like, um, not wanting to make anyone uncomfortable or, or even like, like not that they're an authority figure, but it's like wanting to, you know, to, to, to make, to, to make someone happy and comfortable. And like, I had a thing, this is, of course. I mean, different, but I literally, I did an, I did an episode of this podcast that I thought wasn't good. Uh-huh. I thought wasn't good okay. because of me. And it, not that the episode, I was just like, I was bad in that episode. And <laughs> Like, of course I like realized to it. It's like truly not as bad as I thought, but that shit ruined my fucking like week. I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, cool. So that guest thinks I'm really fucking bad at what I do. Thinks I don't care what they say. Thinks I'm not funny. Thinks I'm boring. Think, you know, I'm like, this person really doesn't like me. And it's going to tell everyone that, that they didn't like me and that we didn't click yeah. and that they were bad at their podcast. I'm like, they probably haven't thought about it once, you know, yep. but yep. they, yeah. they stopped Ru- thinking about you as soon as they, <laughs> Oh yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, I'm putting that episode that, out, but you know, great. I'm glad like, I, it's, it's so easy to go there, but I'm, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, uh, well, I'm glad we're talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It feels good. It feels good to say it. And, um, if you think you listened to the episode that I thought was bad to tweet me, just kidding. Never. I don't want anyone to know. <laughs> I'll go, Hey, I figured out which one. Yeah. You and Rebecca, you, you were bad. You were not good at it. <laughs> uh, I would never, never. Thank you. Please don't. Well, so this was okay. I love this. This was so good and great. And, and I, I don't know. I don't know if like, Agreed. Thank we you. sort of like went off, but I assume nothing happened like, like that. Did that um, high school crush just like kind of fade with how high school fades or was there like, yeah, we, there was no like event, right. That we're missing. Uh, I guess the only follow-up event would be that like, after I graduated college and like moved to LA, I was like one year in LA mm-hmm. and I came back and like, uh, I think like texted her and was like, Hey, do you want to hang out? And uh, mm-hmm. I was like, cool. I was like, cool. One year in LA guy. And we like made out in my car. Oh shit. How was that? <laughs> Did it feel like a victory? Did it feel right? It did feel like kind of a victory. I don't want to sound like it's like, you know, what she's some sort of trophy for me to, uh, no, we're all trophies for each other. It's okay. 
Agreed. But I, I, it, it was, uh, it was, you know, it was like, it was a fun little like, oh, okay. I thought that was never going to happen. I mean, I guess it did on that, but that yeah, old yeah. New Year's Eve back in <laughs> 1999 or whatever. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, uh, you know, it was fun. I, I realized too that like, um, ugh, I don't know how to say this. But she was like, Let's just say it. I, I, I think I knew this at the time too, but also like having gone to like been through college and everything and like, mm-hmm. you know, um, like getting to meet very interesting people that like this person was like boring, basically not like the kind of, yeah. Or just like, <laughs> yeah. you know, not the most, not the most like intelligent well, like, person I've ever met. Demystified too at this point, probably. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, it was just, you know, I remember, I mean, she was like very like sweet and nice. And like, I thought she was very pretty and like, you know, I don't think it was, you know, I, I, again, I'm, I'm overlooking a lot of that stuff when I'm like in high school, but it was just like, Oh yeah. Like it it was nice to even just be like, Oh, this this doesn't have, this can just be like a fun makeout and it doesn't have to like reignite. Like, should I move home? Like what if this is what could have been or whatever? Not like the one. (laughs) Of course. It was just cool to be like, Oh cool. I got to make out with that person who I thought I'd never make out with and who I really wanted to make out with for a very long time. So I love that, that for you. Like I'm so glad you got to do that. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Me too. <laughs> and in the car, you say in the car, it was in the car, right? Did you say it was, it was in the car? Yeah. Ugh. In the drive, in the driveway that we would Her? sit in the car. Okay. Then yeah. I'm, and now I'm crying and now that's romantic. <laughs> yeah. That's yep, beautiful. Yep. Okay. Wait, before we go, we have to talk about music to wrap things up on the show. We talk about okay. little childhood, uh, music that reminds us of romantic young angst and etc and you sent me two really good picks do you have one that you want to start with sure well uh, here's what i'll say about both of these i guess i was thinking of them in terms of literally like the two crushes that oh, we okay. just talked that would, about that's perfect too yeah and the and the the like really quick easy explanation for these i feel like it's not too deep but it was just like the two songs that i was listening to at the time of those crushes that i thought were like these kind of cool romantic songs mm-hmm. that I was like, it was a fantasy in my head where I was like, if this person saw me listening to this song and like singing along to it and like vibing <laughs> with it, they would like fall in love with me. I love that. These are, and, and your picks. And really... one of them, and one of them is insane. Okay, I think well, you know which one. Yeah. Um, one well, of them is classic and one of them is like, we'll I don't start know with the classic with one. The we'll tee them okay. up with the classic. Um, this is, you sent me how deep is your love by the Bee Gees. Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah oh, this, wait, this has a real deep, this has a real connection too. I don't want to make your podcast go forever, but go ahead. No, no. Tell me, I'm just playing it. I'm just, I'm just grooving. Um, so this, I love this pick. I love this song. Tell me your, your story there's two very specific things about this song. So I love that song because I, um, I had, I had, uh, when I was 13 years old, (laughs) Uh this is so fucking embarrassing. I went to a, uh, I went to my friend's bat mitzvah and they, uh, they did a, the DJ did a lip sync contest (laughs) and I won the lip sync contest by lip syncing to Amish Paradise by Weird Al. Oh, yeah. Um, Absolutely. And, and I got first place, and there was first place, second place, and third place. And then once once they determined first place, second place, and third place, there was a prize table with a bunch of stuff. 
Uh-huh. Um, and, and first place got to pick first and second place got to pick second. Um, I was first place. Of course, naturally. And get, guess who was second place? No, tell me. Caitlin. No, Caitlin. What, what did she lip sync? I don't even remember. Okay, that's fine. I, I don't even remember, but I got first place. And I remember, this was like before, I think this was before this crush started or it was like before the crush was known to her. Uh-huh. But I remember going up to the prize table and there was a CD of the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack, which mm-hmm. is what How Deep Is Your Love is on. Yeah. And I went, I took that, I took that because I was first place, so I got first pick. And then I remember Caitlin going, actually, could I have that? And I remember going, <laughs> uh, no. Yes! Thank God! <laughs> Good. And keeping it for myself. And then I was like, I listened to that CD like endlessly. I'm like so obsessed with the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. I like. Oh, it's I so good. Like, oh, I can hear it in the background. Yeah, I'm playing it. Um, I'm jamming. So there was that. And then that story that I told where we were on the bus and they were saying, who do you like? And I said out loud for the first time, Caitlin. Uh-huh. I, I remember like, this is also so geeky and dumb, but like, I remember <laughs> being like, I remember singing How Deep Is Your Love to like the people I was talking to and being like, if I could sing her a song, I would sing her this song and then I sang the song. Oh it was <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's gonna make me cry. <laughs> so that that's that that's that, that's the song that's specifically tied to that crush that I immediately thought of. That's beautiful. And you, and people are like, Okay, and he's an old soul actually. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, he's a, that was probably part of the like added to the pile of things where people were like all of my friends at that time were like we listen to like pop music and like hip hop and stuff and I'm like actually the Bee Gees are very good and people are like <laughs> okay you fucking loser the Bee Gees are very good and you're not a They're loser great. for that though I did just I mean I've listened to the Bee Gees my whole life I my mom loves the Bee my, my mom often if I was ever like complaining um, as a child and still to this day she'll just sing tragedy at me like that you know like whatever i'm dealing with is a tragedy she's just like tragedy uh-huh. when you're failing you know so like i feel like the bgs yeah. have followed me um but i actually only watched saturday night fever for the first time like literally like last week or something and yeah. have you watched it recently no but i it's uh it's not like fun dance movie like you think no, it is no it was yeah. literally traumatizing to me <laughs> yeah it, it's like, like heavy it's heavy and it's just like I, I was like okay why am i so uh, surprised to hear the n-word like not even 10 minutes into this movie <laughs> like like the n-word and just yeah. like i'm like okay cool so there's multiple rape scenes great <laughs> yep. like i truly yep. wanted to see some disc- disco dancing and and this is what i got instead really oh it yeah i think interesting i think the soundtrack is like has like far exceeded the the movie itself in terms of like what the legacy of that movie was totally yeah and and I mean for that for that alone I thank it. But wow, what what a wild time! Because I'm like also you yeah. know like I'm Cuban and I'm like oh yeah they're going to fight some spicks you know <laughs> like I was like great cool yeah. this is fun yeah um but yeah. it does I just remember have, that mm, yeah oh I was just gonna say that I remember that Fran Gresher's in it 
Yeah, yeah. She's she's like, what is he? He says something so wild to her. He's just like so mean to everyone. Where she's <laughs> she's just like trying to have sex with him, and he's like, okay, well, do you fuck better than you dance or something like that? I'm like, oh my god! If someone said that to me, I would fucking kill myself. <laughs> um, thankfully, I'm a great dancer, so no one would ever say I bet, that. <laughs> I bet. Um, okay. And you know, it was a different time. Yeah, it was a different, a different time, different time, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, okay, we cannot ignore it any longer. We have your next pick, Ugh. and do you want to tell me about it? And it is, do you want to introduce it? you got to say it. Yes, it's uh, Behind the Sun by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm obsessed. Um, Listen. It's early Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's Listen, like a very they're, they're nice, good. like... <laughs> I'll say it, they're I, look, good. I'm, great, I, I'm glad you said that. I get a lot of shit, but I, the 90s Red Hot Chili Peppers is like... One of my favorite bands of all time. They're, the Blood Sugar Sex Magic album is like still one of my favorite albums. I don't like recent Red Hot Chili Peppers, but like this yeah. is like when I was listening to their like What Hits album. And this song, for some reason, just like felt really romantic to me. And again, it was just like, it's like a pretty sort of little song. And I literally was, the fantasy was like, if, if, if she sees me like mm-hmm. singing this song, she'll be like, "Oh my god, he's so cool!" He's and so he likes cool. this romantic song, and he has like great taste in music or whatever. Because like this is like a band that I don't necessarily like, but he's gonna. If I could, if I could just, I remember like trying to like plot, like finding a way for that song to come on when we were in the same room, and so <laughs> that I could sing it or something. Yeah. But never figured it out. <laughs> it's hard. Well, you, did you you never made any mix CDs then? That are mixes for for a girl. No, probably not at that time. Yeah. I wonder if I ever made a mix for her because I remember like the very end of high school is when like I'm a I believe I'm a little older than you, but mm-hmm. the very end of high school was like when my my friend, my twin brother friends, like were the guys who who knew how to like burn CDs. Yeah. I remember they were like the guys who were like go through my go through my mp3 files and like pick 10 songs you want and i'll burn a cd for you and oh, that hell was like yeah. it's good friend that was like that was like when i was probably like a junior in high school so i don't even know if by the end of high school i had figured out how to like burn my own cd and give it to her or whatever but yeah um this probably would have gone on there for sure no i because I, I i i love um I, I very much relate to the instinct of like I'm going to be performatively cool through my music, you know. Yep. yep. Um, I still I think have I still have those fantasies. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I the th- one thing that I will say is that I still have access to a lot of those mixes that I made because I would like make them on iTunes and like I don't think iTunes exists anymore. But like before. I don't know. At some point, you were able to like import stuff from iTunes onto Spotify, um, yeah. like just for me though. So like I can see those playlists, and honestly, oh, okay. they're fucking good. They're fucking good playlists, you know. Yeah. They're, they're, but they're very much like telling. They're telling a story, but they're also like, here's all of the vast. Um, here's here's the vastness of my taste. You know, it's like I'm gonna give you the chameleons. I'm gonna give you a fucking obscure post punk like '80s like English band. But I'm also gonna be like, you know, here's a little bit of fucking you know uh, like Frankie Valley or some shit. You know, I was like, I'm literally, yeah. I'm literally so I'm so different, and I'm actually so cultured. Um, none of those people that I made oh, yeah. mixes for dated me. So like, <laughs> they didn't what? work, but I, you know what? <laughs> I would like to think that if I received one of my mixes, I would, I would be really impressed and honestly sexually attracted. So, 
you know, that I'm going to just live in that fantasy for the rest of my life. Yep. 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 Hey, this has been such a good episode. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. I had a great time. Thanks. You, uh, this was very, uh, this was very fun and you made me feel very comfortable. Oh my God. I'm so glad to hear that because, um, I want that. I don't want people to not be comfortable. Um, you, 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 you achieved that. Yeah. <laughs> what would you like to plug? What would you like to tell people about? Tell, uh, tell the Oh world. boy. Well, not that there's too much uh, going on in my life right now, but, uh, <laughs> or anybody's lives, but, um, uh, look, I like follow <laughs> me on like TikTok and or Twitter. I'm having a fun time over there. Just like making dumb shit. Your, tw- um, your TikToks have really changed the game. I w- I'll say it. I'll say thank it. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate so it. I, and for anybody that doesn't want to uh, join TikTok, even though I highly recommend it, it's one of the most insane. Oh, like, I fully don't have a TikTok. I'm scared to get one. <laughs> I'm scared to get one because I'm scared of wanting to put to do content and then it'll be bad. <laughs> I mean, I, if, even just to like have a blank profile, just so you can scroll through it, just to see what insanity is going on over there. It's truly. I couldn't even begin to explain it, but it's so insane. But if if people don't want to uh, go on TikTok, I, I post them all on Twitter too, and I I, I like having Twitter followers. So uh, Lil, Lil Mookie B is my Twitter handle and my TikTok handle L I L M O O K I E B. So controversial of you to like having Twitter followers. <laughs> That's pretty crazy to hear. No, I'm just kidding. Um, well, I like attention. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> My Instagram is like, you know, friends only. Okay. Don't follow him on Instagram unless you're his don't, friend. <laughs> don't look for me. Don't do it. Okay. Leave Sounds me good. alone. Please, guys, if I, if I hear that any of you tried to follow him on Instagram, no, no, yep. no. It's going to be bad, bad stuff. I'm going to go into a little, little I, Instagram I jail, jail. Sure. I don't care if people follow me on Instagram. No, I'm just not it's the law now. Handle. You're not allowed. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. It's been established. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um, well, I hope you have a great um, rest of your quarantine. I'll never speak to you again. Just kidding. Thank um, you. I hope you do too. Please. Thank hey, well, you. We're, I'm, I'm here. Uh, thanks. I, I had this is very fun.